Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. I'm your host. My name is Matthias Reinbart. I'm an analyst and advisor at Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is Christopher Schütze. He is Director of Practice Cybersecurity and Lead Analyst for Kupinger Coal. And he is acting out of Stuttgart, Germany. Hi, Christopher. Hi, Matthias. Great to have you. And um, there's news at Kupinger Coal when it comes to our offerings around the topic of cybersecurity. You've been busy working on a new overarching concepts for cybersecurity, and I'm really interested to learn more about that. It's called the security fabric. Um, what does this encompass? What's behind that notion of a security fabric? Yeah, we've been working very hard on the topic in the past months together with all our international colleagues. I think most of our listeners know the topic or the term identity fabric because it's very popular for uh, coping a coal. And the idea of the security fabric was really to have something similar to uh, the topic cybersecurity. And uh, this is what we've been working on. Mainly the idea uh, in the security fabric is also you have to connect everything to manage it. So connect everything, manage it, and do not have any gaps. This is the main idea behind the security fabric. And in general, for sure, then uh, we have here six uh, main areas which integrates into the security fabric. This is for sure um, the topic identities, so authorization, Uh, authorization and privilege access management, all the typical topics which are uh, covered covered with the uh, identity fabric pattern or paradigm. Uh, we have devices, so mobile devices, IoT devices, OT devices, notebooks, whatever. And then we have data, we have uh, applications, so no matter where they are, Uh, hosted, so as a service, web-based or locals. Uh, we have the systems, so on-premise system, cloud system, hybrid systems, and we have the networks itself. And these are the topics we have to protect within a central approach within the security fabric. And security fabric itself has five topics. We have the topic uh, governance manage, we have protect, We have detect, we have respond, and we have recover. And if you have some services uh, for uh, one of these five specific areas, you can protect your whole cybersecurity landscape. So if I understand it correctly, this is really a step backward when looking at cybersecurity. So not looking at individual products as provided by vendors, which come with the promise of protecting a different, a special aspect, but rather to take that step back and look at cybersecurity as a whole and to identify what you really need, what are the threats, what are the building blocks that you require to, as you mentioned, govern and manage, protect, detect, respond and recover adequate to your organization, to your risk level and to the threats that you have identified. So it's really more a conceptual view rather than just thinking of, of services or just of tools. Exactly. It's, it's not an, a tool. It's the idea of which services, which capabilities, which building blocks you need to have a uh, well-maintained and secure set of services 
which helps you to protect your organization. And for sure, at the end, some of those services are fulfilled by specific products, um, maybe uh, for bigger products, for suits, like we know it from the identity fabric where we have uh, specific tools for IGA or we only have tools which cover a smaller part of these requirements and capabilities. And uh, this is at the end the same in the security fabric. We have specific tools which are just there to fulfill specific capabilities or building blocks. That's the idea behind. And uh, the security fabric also helps you Some tools, some bigger suits offer a lot of capabilities and sometimes you have more than one suit and uh, you can also use it for optimization of your portfolio here. Um, we had a lot of podcasts to that topic in the past because um, it helps you to identify that you have sometimes tools which can do more than one thing or maybe a tool which can solve problems and other tool can solve too. I had a previous episode just a few weeks ago with our colleague Alexei, and he was talking about the cargo cult of, of cybersecurity. So I, just the idea to, to solve your security problems with your checkbook and just buying some, some security infrastructure and adding that to the, to the, to the park of your implemented or not so well implemented cybersecurity tools. I, I assume that the security fabric also helps to understand what the products actually can do for you and also how to implement them adequately to yeah to fix the existing issues rather than just buying it and running it um, without well-defined configuration. Yeah, the, the security fabric is uh, a tool set which helps you to set up a good architecture and a good service portfolio you need. At the end... Everything starts when we go to our customers with identification of requirements. So really, what is the need for a customer? What is the need for the specific departments um, from HR to development to uh, the SOC to governance to, to all the important uh, stakeholders? What do they need? And uh, then we build out of these uh, requirements the concrete capabilities and bundle them into building blocks and this is at the end uh, where we first start to think about which tools you might use for the specific thing because usually it's uh, especially in cybersecurity there are a lot of tools a lot of specific tools and you need sometimes a very specific tool for a capability like maybe anomaly detection And you need another very specific tool for network security. But at the end, uh, and thinking about uh, security as an overall process, uh, they have to work together. They have to deliver information into your detect systems. Maybe if you run something like a security operations center or a cyber defense center, or just if you have a CM which collects event streams, data, and aggregate some of them to specific attack patterns or detection in that way. And really, this helps you a lot to, to structure your needs, to structure the capabilities and create out of these capabilities and uh, building blocks services, which are uh, accessible by, by, by default ways, like an API, which is very common here, or integration into other visibility tools 
for SOCs. So we are recording this in, 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 in mid-2020 and infrastructure has changed um, dramatically over the last years and especially also in this in this time of, of a, a pandemic crisis. So many organizations have moved into the cloud, whether they wanted or not, they had to. So I assume that the uh, security fabric is capable of and also focusing on hybrid infrastructure so that you look at infrastructures that are run in the cloud, but also that are delivered from the cloud, so security services from the cloud. I assume that this is well covered in, the, in this concept as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, usually when we come to a customer the first time, um, most of them say to Uh, today, so in mid of 2020, uh, we have a cloud-first approach. We want to put everything in the cloud, but uh, then there is usually a but. And uh, they have a lot of applications which are running on-premises and which will probably run in five or ten years on-premises too. Maybe there is some legal issue, data privacy issue, or whatever. Um, we will have on-premise applications for many years. And uh, this is for sure something the security fabric covers, uh, hybrid environments with on-premises applications to protect them, to integrate them really in an overall process like we do within the identity fabric to that you can access or authorize on-premise uh, hybrid applications or uh, cloud-native applications too. And with the security fabric, you can protect it. Yes. Right. So when it comes to applying this um, this approach, this security fabric, I guess there's, of course, we are an analyst company, there's um, research already uh, available, but also we can support our customers um, when it comes to really uh, using that tool set for, for optimizing their spending and improving their overall security posture, right? Yep, right. We have, like we have for identity and access management, I know that's my favorite phrase today, but it's true. We also have for cybersecurity, a lot of leadership compasses, for instance, for network detection and response. So really on network level, detect attacks, detect uncommon behavior and things like that. We publish there our leadership compass and for many other core areas, important areas, we've created leadership compasses which allows us really to identify the leading products in that specific areas to support our customers to find the best fitting tool here. And uh, as you mentioned, we do this in advisory too. We can support you with finding uh, the requirements, setting up the security fabric. Then at the end, when talking about tools, find the right tool set you need and to support our customers with the RFI processes, with the RFP processes, exactly. Right. So as this is a new concept, of course, it, it is already well elaborated, but there will be more information available at our website. So just for those interested in this overarching concept of the security fabric, really watch this space, copingacole.com. We will of course, um, follow up on this topic again in an upcoming episode of this podcast or even more than one. So first of all, thank you very much, Christopher, for giving us a first insight into this concept. And I'm looking forward to learning more about that and to getting into more detail here. Thank you very much, Christopher. 
Thank you very much, Matthias. Thanks and bye-bye.